I'm Tim Roy. It's the Warriors Weekly Roundtable. Did you miss out on getting your very own Stephen Curry bobblehead for a limited time? You can get your hands on this coveted Warriors bobblehead. Just go to your nearest Metro PCS corporate Bay Area retail store and activate a new Metro PCS 4G LTE phone. This offer is available while supplies last. Find out more at warriors.com slash Metro PCS. Well, last night before the game with the Miami Heat, I had a chance to talk with John Barry, the former Warrior and current commentator for ABC and ESPN. Interesting conversation, not only about the defending world champions, but also about what's going on in Sacramento and growing up as a Golden State Warriors fan. Hope you enjoy our conversation with John Barry. Let's we'll start with the defending champions. You know, there's been some uh, talk about what they're not doing right now, but it's also January, and, and they've been playing deep into June the last couple of years. That has to be a factor. Yeah, I'm not buying it. I think the Lakers are getting boring, and everyone's switching over to the heat now to try to nitpick if we can get something uh, going on with Dwayne Wade being upset. Uh, you know, Chris Bosh taking a lot of heat about their rebounding. The rebounding's been down. It's not been good. Uh, they haven't played the type of defense they played last year. And, and I simply think it's a, a championship hangover. I mean, I think this team, uh, when they need to put the pedal down, they're going to be able to do that. Uh, it, it, there's a new group. I mean, you've added Ray Allen into this group. And, uh, again, I, I just do believe that they're going to turn it around, and they have a team to do it. And, really, who in the East is going to push this team for them to get out and get back to the finals? Yeah, I think it's a little bit different in the West because it, there's so many good teams. Absolutely. I mean, you're talking four or five in the West, uh, and we're excluding the Lakers in that group, yeah. which could very easily get it going. So, yeah, I, I, again, I just think that the motivation's not there. They put so much into winning a championship last year. We know the pressure on LeBron and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh to deliver. They did. And, and I think at some point this team will get on a roll this season. Is the passing ability of LeBron the thing that people overlook? I think so. He, you know, he's about to go to 20,000 points tonight, more than likely, if he gets 18. And he, but he's about to reach 5,000 assists, and that's what he talks about. That's what he's most impressed with uh, or that he feels good about. Uh, yeah, I, I just don't think we've seen a guy that's been able to do everything at the level that he does it. I mean, obviously Michael Jordan was one of the greatest, and if not the greatest, but the ability to do every single part of the game of basketball, I don't know that anybody's done it better than LeBron James. Especially at that size. Oh, he's just he's a monster. I mean, on the fast break, uh, he sees over double teams. He can pass. He rebounds. He's now becoming a great defender over the past three or four years. Uh, he's an unbelievable talent, uh, and the sky's the limit. I mean, he's getting better. He's better this year than he was last year. He's just much more efficient. I want to pose something at you, and you, you had a chance with Chris Webber and Vladi Divac, which I thought was maybe the best passing 5-4 combination uh, that maybe this league's ever seen. When the Warriors get Andrew Bogut back, do you think Lee and Bogut combined would be the best four or five passers in the league? I think they could be, certainly. Um, Bogut is a, a very willing passer, a very good passer. Uh, he's going to make life a lot easier for these great shooters that the Warriors have. They're already shooting the ball great. I think they're the second-best three-point shooting team in the league. Those shots become easier when you have a guy you can dump it into the post. They really don't have that guy. They go to Landry off the bench, but... Uh, yeah, he's a terrific player, and you know, you get him back, it's kind of like a trade deadline. You made a you made a great trade for this guy. What has he played four games? Uh, so if they can just maintain over this tough stretch, I know they got coming up a lot of road games. Uh, stay about ten games over five hundred, and you get Bogut back. You know, this is a team that can make some noise in the West. How do you feel about what's going on up in Sacramento? I feel terrible for those people. I just hope that someone, you know, Kevin Johnson's trying his heart out. You know, I hope he can get somebody to buy this team. I don't know. I really don't understand. The more I read a lot about it, and I don't know what's going on. I seem to get more confused. 
I hope someone can buy it because it's 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 a special place for a lot of us. I mean, you talked about Weber and Devots, and it's a great place. And you were there, and it's a special uh, a group of people that that support a team that that don't deserve to lose it. It's kind of sad that we're talking about Seattle and Sacramento competing for a team when back in the day they were two of the better supported NBA cities. Well, ten years ago, there was no better place in the NBA than Sacramento, and when they have a winner there, which they're very capable of getting with with. Uh, Jeff Petrie, a great GM. Uh, it's a it's a fun place to be, and uh, I, I hope something works out that they they're allowed to stay. How good are the Clippers? Very good. I mean, I I still need to see them in the half court in a playoff setting. I mean, because that that's a different game. You're not going to get out and get all those flying dunks and a lot of transition. But boy, two impressive wins without Chris Paul the last two games. They're deep. Uh, they're focused. They've got some great veteran leadership. Uh, they're awfully tough. Now, do you put them right now, even though Oklahoma City, you put them ahead of the Thunder? No, I, I like the Thunder still. And, and, you know, obviously I think with Harden they were uh, much more formidable, but I still think they're good enough to get out of the West. Kevin Martin's a guy that played in Sacramento, great scorer off that second unit. Uh, Ibaka, to me, is, is a difference maker. He, he's taken his game to another level. Always a great defensive player, but now he's a really good offensive uh, player as well. Uh, they've been there. They've tasted it, uh, tasted defeat in the finals. So I, I think that Oklahoma City is the favorite to come out of the West. Do the Lakers get straightened out? I think straightened out enough to get in the playoffs. Uh, and, and, but I don't, I, I don't think they can beat in Oklahoma City. I, I don't think they're athletic enough. I don't think they can beat the L.A. Clippers. Uh, they really struggle with athleticism. That's what happened to them last year. Oklahoma City runs right by them. And I, I don't think they have enough athletes to, to compete in the West. So tell me, when you were growing up, give me your five favorite Warriors. Well, Mully, number one. I mean, there's no question about that. Uh, Clifford Ray. I mean, he was one of our guys. Sonny Parker. There you go. Yeah, Sonny was my guy. I loved uh, Charles Dudley. And uh, I go back, you know, I go back to the 75 team. I was six, you know, and Butch Beard. I mean, and Butch was my guy. So Butch carried me off the floor when they beat Chicago in the Western Finals. So I owe, I owe Butch one. Yeah, I did not know that. He, yeah. he also made the uh, the free throw in, the, in game four of the finals. Oh, he was big, man. Butch, that, that was a great group. So uh, I still watch those tapes all the time. Yeah. A lot of fun. I thought it was really cool that when they got their championship ring, they put the word togetherness on I thought that was really cool. Well, it, it, it was a group. I mean, there was no question. Obviously, my dad scored a bunch of points. But, man, the, the contributions they got from 1 through 12 was, uh, was amazing. You don't see that in the NBA very often. Now, your brothers all played uh, ball in some way, shape, or form. But for you and Brent, the fact that you guys had uh, nice careers in the NBA and now get to, to talk about it, that's pretty amazing that two brothers get to do that. Uh, it's pretty neat. And we had my brother Drew was in the NBA for a, a little bit. actually played a little bit with the Warriors. But three of us were in the league at one time. And uh, that was pretty neat. And, yeah, now to be able to talk about it, I don't have to stay in shape. I'm really loving it. <laughs> and you're undefeated. <laughs> and I haven't lost a game. My thanks to John Barry. Great to see him last night, and he's doing great work for ABC and ESPN. Well, the roundtable has one more piece of business to get to. It's a look ahead to a very tough schedule, and we'll tackle that when we come back on KMBR 680, the sports leader.